podcast. Mi nombre es Javier, and I'm here with... Me amo Shannon. I <laughs> uh, hope you guys are doing well. Uh, welcome again to a new season. We started last week in, or the week before, or the week before that. I don't know, but we're in the new season, right? Wow. I have just... no idea. What day of the week is it? I have no idea. I think it's Tuesday. <laughs> uh, currently, when this comes out, I'm not sure where we're at. Oh, um, we'll be in, in Colorado and Arizona, um, getting ready for more boot camps. So anyway, so yeah. How are things going for you, <laughs> Shannon? How has life been? I mean, has it been kind of normal for us? I don't think that. <laughs> well, I don't know what normal would be. Well, we have our daughter with us right now, staying with us for a little bit of time. Um, yes. which has been amazing, but yet also stretches me. <laughs> oh, it stretches all of us. <laughs> no, it's good. I love it. Um, but she, we're also she, in 38 she, feet in yeah. the marriage lab. Well, and she, so she took a position with 24 seven marriage and she is running hospitality for all of our boot camps. but we thought well, that she was going to admin as well. She's and doing we, all the and admin. we thought that she would be doing that from California, but she came with us for what was two weeks and has turned into a couple months. Has it been is, that long? Yeah. Well, it's going to be that long. Yeah. Because we have boot camps back to back, so it made sense to have her yeah. uh, traveling and doing the boot camp. So yeah, it's it, been good. It's actually been a lot of fun having her around because she's an adult and <laughs> she's an adult. <laughs> well, it's I don't yes, have to. I don't have. A, yes. I don't have to parent her, even though I. Do make her dinner. And Although she loves dad, like, can we go do this? Dad, can we go do this? Dad, you want to go do this? So well, I love, she, I love that spirit. She she takes advantage of it, but <laughs> don't we all? When we go back home, it's like, hey, mom, dad, do you want to take us out to dinner? As I still pull that card once in a while when I'm with my dad. Oh yeah, dad, you want to take me out? Sure. Well, I was with my dad on Mother's Day. Remember, we weren't together, and I said, Dad, we're going to be together on Mother's Day. So how about we go to lunch and you take me shopping? And he says. Sounds good. Any yeah, problem? you got to tell him those things because otherwise he's not gonna. Yeah, he probably's not gonna do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shannon, <laughs> when he writes you a card and he signs it, love Doug. No, love Doug McCafferty. Doug McCafferty. Quotes. Yeah, yeah. Your dad. <laughs> and I don't know why in quotes. <laughs> not love dad. Love Doug McCafferty. <laughs> <laughs> I love that about him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so and things have been good. Just just uh, out of our kind of our normal routine of the things that we do, because now we, we literally have a setup and teardown system for Michaela's bed in the yeah. living room. So um, I noticed that we spend more money at the grocery store because there's three adults eating here now. Yeah. Um, but overall, it's been great. Yeah. Um, these boot camps, I, 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 I just... I get so excited. I get so excited because it's so fun to sit on the front row and watch these couples just go through transformation, just go through this kind of like uh they they morph from Friday night into Sunday morning, they morph into this 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 new image they have of their marriage of just what God's deposited and planted on their hearts. And they're really picking up these tools and they're going back home and they're putting them to work. And many of them reach out to me. 90% of them will reach out via social media and they'll be like, we got back home, you know, stuff hit the fan, but we're, we're staying. 
we're we're gonna go through the motions. We're gonna put the tools that we no, don't say go through the motions. Well, I they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna go through it together. They're gonna fight for each other. They're gonna use the tools that they have, um, that they were equipped yeah. with at boot camp, and they are they're they're marching through the mud no yeah. matter what. Yeah. And and I love hearing those stories, and I love being able to just encourage them. And and support them any way we can. Yeah, and there's a couple more coming up, which is good. So I was thinking the other day, a friend of mine, uh, a friend of ours, sent a a story about the well, we're in we were in Colorado and talking about how the 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 um, Colorado has one of the highest, you know, uh, number six in the divorce, United States divorce rates. Do you have trouble getting your words out today? Yeah, no, divorce rates, and so in terms in terms of ranking, number six. Um, but but part of the article, you know, is written by a single person, which is very interesting when someone like that writes a divorce or a marriage article. But it was interesting because they're talking about millennials and this just next next generation that um, getting married later or doesn't want to get married because of what they see. Um, and what they're experiencing. I just thought that was interesting because I think we're seeing a lot of that in culture right now that the 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 worth and value of marriage is being degraded. Uh, the value of the nuclear family, the sanctity of marriage is being degraded. Um, and we are seeing you know these younger, this next generation not wanting to get married or saying, well, we'll just Why? live together and we'll, we'll test drive and see what happens. I have a statistic, 56% of 30-year-old males are choosing not to marry uh, for the yeah. reason that uh, it's what they've seen and what well, they've experienced. But why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? Yeah. So there, there, there's just not enough incentive, and they haven't been probably biblically brought up in understanding what biblical covenant marriage looks like. And so they're like, why, why, why would I sign up for that when yeah. I can get all the benefits yeah. and the things that I kind of like yeah. about marriage. Well, it tells me like, what are they seeing? What is their view and perspective, right? Uh, the the paradigm they have formed around marriage. And a lot of it is what culture is portraying that you don't have to, that this is something that's going to um, hinder you and it's going to strip you away of some of your freedoms. And so, and then we also have just young men who have not seen it, have not had an example of that, or they've seen actually growing up in homes where it's like, it's just taken as well. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Or, Hey, we're just going to leave. We've had some difficulties. I'm just going to leave your mom, you know, or mom's leaving dad or whatever it may be. So they now have, they've now framed their world with this reality that, Marriage is not anything that's valuable or sacred. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that would be could be good, oh. but I'm not. I'm I'm not sure about that. So, this is the issue that we have, where where we have to raise young men who understand the true purpose of marriage, the reason, um, and who are, need to be called out to stand up for mm-hmm. marriage, the value and the worth. There's of There's also a lot of young men who would say, and I've heard them say, if I get married and we end up getting divorced, why would I want to give up part of my income to pay alimony then when I could just stay single and never have to? Well, they're already going down that road without yeah. ever being even married, yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying that's that's another reason. They're like, why would I want to give up part of my income eventually to pay alimony? And that's already setting yourself up for disaster. That's already setting yourself up for like what we talked about in the last episode, that divorce is an option, that that's something that 
you you anticipate you might go through because you're already thinking you're pre-thinking about it yeah. and making decisions on staying yeah. single based on this that. This is how you were wired. It said in scripture that man is not meant to be alone. It's not good for man to be alone. Good. Right, it's not good, and you were called to lead. You were wired to do the hard things. You were wired to lead in this way um, in a covenant of marriage, mm -hmm. and because the purpose was to image God, to image Christ. And so, when you're not stepping into that role, and when you have you've already predecided uh, of the outcome, or you already predecided, I'm not going down that because of what I've seen. You're 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 actually making a decision um, that will impact generations, right? Um, because it is the one relationship that God said reflects and images who he is. Mm -hmm. and, and that's the problem, that most of these young men aren't willing to die to themselves to enter into a covenant marriage where they serve someone else other than themselves. And that's the problem. They, it's a selfish decision and wanting to serve yourself ultimately. And that kind of brings me a little bit to maybe some things we want to talk about um, of just, and we chat a little bit about it, actually, I think on the, when we opened this last season about divorce is not an option, right? And, you, and things that you need to take off the table in your marriage. Um, but I think the, the daily decisions that we make are so impactful. Like we talk about in our boot camps that your marriages don't die in the big moments, it's in these small moments, day after day, the choices and decisions that you're making, the everyday well, decisions. Well, we take those small moments and we push them all into one pile, and then we say we have this big problem. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think it's like, how do we, like, again, I'm going to say every day, but I think a lot of the days, you know, um, I ask myself, how can I love my wife better? How can I serve her today? And if you wake up with that thought, um, and if you make that decision, then that changes, right? The trajectory and even just the, the current environment, um, of your marriage by just being able to say, Hey, every day of my life, I'm going to ask myself, how can I love him or her better? How can I live him or her today, serve them well today? Well, let me, let me ask you this, Javier, because people are selfish and we just don't think that way. That's just not a normal way of people thinking. So you have had to have a mindset shift around that. I, I don't think that you, you have a selfish nature too, like, there, you, you don't glow in the dark, like you have a sin nature too. So how did you have a mindset shift? How how would you encourage people listening to get to a place where you wake up and you think about how you can serve your spouse? Well, I mean, I recognize that like, that's what I'm, I, I think came to a point of recognizing that's what I am called, called. to do mm -hmm. is to serve the other. Like the, you know, I think Jimmy Evans said the greatest marriage is two servants who are in love. Mm -hmm looking to outserve one another consistently and in recognizing that when I serve my spouse, there's a natural desire for them to want to be able to do the same. But even if they didn't, I'm still going to do the right thing, right? In serving. And when I do serve them well, um, it changes, right? How we connect. It changes how, where they might be or the, the maybe disunity that we currently have in our relationship. So it is something that had to be practiced 
on a daily basis. Okay, just That's like anything else, you like、say. you have to build the rhythm and the habit of doing that and looking past yourself. But it's a decision, right? So、yeah. every morning I wake up and as I decide I will be a great person to be married to,、mm-hmm. like I decide I'll be a great person to be married to. And if I decide that in the morning, that means, okay, this decision that's in front of me right now, I'm not going down that path. I'm not going to go look at that image on my phone or pornography because that's not me deciding to be a great person to be married to. And so, this is about who I am and who I'm becoming as well,、mm-hmm. right? And you, as a spouse, who you're becoming, and making a decision that、oh, I'm going to be a great person to be married to. Like that's who I'm going to be.、Mm-hmm. But it it took practice. It took time. Well, like anything, any、yeah. other discipline you build. Well, I know,、right? I I know, I've shared this story before, but the first、uh, se- five six years of our marriage, every year we would go out on our anniversary and we would be having dinner, and you would always,、uh, it was usually during dessert. You would ask, you would lean across the table and you'd say, Shannon. What is it that I can do better in this next year to love you, to honor you, to serve? And then you? Shannon would pull out of her purse this long scroll, and she'd throw it across the floor, and she'd have this list of items. Well, after year two, I got prepared for the question, <laughs> and I started having pre.、Um, yes, you. What do I want to say? That scroll. Like I had, and... I had, I had things to tell you. Oh yeah. But here's the crazy thing. It wasn't until like year six or seven that I actually, this is cringeworthy, that I actually asked you the question. I just sat there and dished a bunch of stuff that you needed、yep. to work on, and then went back to eating my dessert. Never crossed my mind that I should ask you the same question: What kind of person am I, Javier? <laughs> I'll leave、don't, that one to you. Don't answer because、that. I've decided <laughs> to be a person who asks that question, <laughs> and I did. No, and eventually you 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 did ask, but that 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 was more of a a you having to navigate through that because if you asked that question, it meant it was revealing something. That just reveals my selfish, were, stubborn. No, there were there were areas、self. that you were working on. There's things that it would maybe、oh, reveal、yeah. that you had to sharpen, that you、oh, had、yeah. to shift and change, and that was tougher for you early on in our marriage. Or for me, like I'm always looking like, how do I can I improve? How can I do this different? How can I shift and change? Well, that's how you're wired. But I wasn't I'm wired, wired that, way. that way, and so yeah. But I think that's also just the ability, like. I made that decision of how、yeah. can I be a good person to be married to, a great person to be married to. Well, it's so funny because I noticed that with our kid, like the older our kids get, and you you see、mm, patterns in them or the way they receive information. I know one of our kids, like the way they receive constructive criticism, it makes me cringe because it's the same way I acted when、mm-hmm. I was that age, same exact、mm-hmm. way. Happy、mm-hmm. air, stop、mm-hmm. right now. I'm not saying anything. You're making. I didn't speak a word. <laughs> nope.、Uh, maybe there's some agreement, but I'm not speaking. Yeah. And I'm I'm looking、mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm looking at her <laughs> and I'm thinking, okay, this is cringeworthy. But how can I encourage her to be able to receive that constructive criticism 
and not let it, de- it doesn't define you. It doesn't mean that you're a bad it's person. It's not that. It, it's, it's you, you feel that it's an attack against you. Yeah. So I am trying and, to, as a, as a parent, not. as a, as a friend right now to her is to come alongside her and show her this isn't an attack against you. <clears throat> you're worthy. You're wonderful. These are just things that you can improve on and that you are you already know that you need to work on those things. Yeah. They're not the things that you would tell me I need to work on or that I could do better at. They're not surprising to me. They're like, yeah, I need to watch my tone with how I talk to you. Yeah, I fly off the handle way too easily. I know I need to work on that. That's not a surprise to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about this in another podcast, but it, it goes to the the phrase that behavior is a language. Oh yeah. Like the eye rolling, you know, you're communicating something, how you're responding, um, the actions you're taking, the decisions that you're making. Right. And this plays into what we're talking about here. Like if we're making decisions to be a great person to be married to, um, asking how can we serve that person better? Um, oftentimes like your, your, your behavior is going to speak really loud, much louder than the actual words that you're speaking. Cause you can say these things, but are you living this out? Right. Are you actually that kind of person? And so again, like, you know, what we're kind of talking about is these decisions that we have to make. We started with like those who don't want to get married or deciding because they're afraid of all these things they have to do within marriage, right. To become. And the thing is like, for them to become fully who they're called to be, like it's going to happen in and through marriage. It really is. Nothing sharpens you more and tests you more and stretches you more and annoys you more. And mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You can keep <laughs> going. I'm going to have all kinds of adjectives to this than, than marriage, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's the, 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 the most beautiful thing, but also the most difficult journey that you'll ever be well, on. And, Jimmy, and Evans, so, Jimmy Evans says marriage is the most miserable place for a selfish person to be. It is. Because yeah. it will literally drive you crazy because it calls you out of selfishness. Yes, and that's what we And it need. calls you into into yeah. serving. And um I think that we have this unspoken um ideology about marriage that we will still have our autonomy and I'll still be able to do what I want to do and I'll still be able to do and define who I am and what I want and it's like no the idea of marriage and covenant is laying down your life for yeah. for another Correct, person Correct but it doesn't mean you're losing yourself No it doesn't That's where people that you're not losing yourself You're not losing you, yourself You do still But you don't get to operate as a single human you no, don't get you're not to single anymore. You don't get to come and go as you please and you don't ever have to check in with your spouse It's like no these are all things that we do out of respect and love and honor for yeah, one another yeah. not because you're my gatekeeper. Yeah. yeah, but you don't lose yourself. You you the things that you love and things that you enjoy doing like no, it's just, it's going to be different how you walk these things out mm-hmm. in together in unison. Um but but going back to like so we said every day of your life how can I love her better or him? Every morning waking up and deciding I decide I'll be a great person to be married to, which means my choices, decisions, actions will line up with becoming the type of person that they desire to follow or that you, they desire to be married to. Um, and then we've talked about this, but like your choices and your decisions will align with the kind of marriage you desire mm-hmm. to have. Right. Mm-hmm. So 
if you're desiring a certain marriage, what is the picture of that? What does that look like? And maybe as you come here in the summer, you need to reset that and look at it because you have been frustrated. Maybe you've been a little bit disconnected during this summer because it's been busy and crazy. Like making a choice and a decision, right? Choice and decisions that will align with the kind of marriage you desire to have. And that is something that we see couples just don't aren't doing well. Um, and here's the thing. In your marriage, you know what is good and to do good. Um, and just many of us, we're not making those decisions to do good towards our spouse. When we're sitting and faced with something, a choice, a decision, or viewing something, we know it's good and we know what's not, right? And there's actually a scripture in James 4, 7 that says, to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin. Mm-hmm. So if you know the good that you're called to do, that you need to do, and you do not do it. That's sinful. It's sinful. Yeah. Which is a, gr- which is a great reminder. Like we need to sit with that and like stew on that. And you stew on that. <laughs> marinate in that. Yeah, marinate. That marinate because because here's that. the thing, like we are called to do good towards our spouse mm-hmm. that 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 is the, that is the person that you've entered in the covenant of marriage and so deciding every day right mm-hmm. what the future reality of your marriage will be deciding every morning that I'll be a great person to be married to deciding and saying how can I serve them best today mm-hmm. how can I love them today well like that is doing good in your marriage and it is doing good irregardless if there is bad being done to you, mm-hmm. if um, the other person is being malicious or um, there's anger, whatever it may be, you still need to choose to do good because you know it's the right thing to do. You're called to do that. And if you don't do that good, like scripture actually says to him, it is sin. Yeah. Well, and and I think that it's 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 important, Javier, to remember that your marriage is called to reflect and image Christ. And if it is, then we don't answer to our spouse. We answer to God. We will give an account to God for how we took care of our spouse, how we loved our spouse, how we loved our children, and how we set an example for them. So there when when we put when we put that on that 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 our relationship and our marriage is to reflect and image Christ doesn't that give you a greater sense of accountability doesn't that make you want to please your heavenly father doesn't that want to make you do what you can to honor and love you I'll say for me, that was the biggest shift in, in year number six for me was that when God came to me and he spoke to me and he said, you are holding Javier's heart in the palm of your hand and you are crushing it to death. And it was at that moment I that I- I hear the sound right now. Oh, please. <laughs> and I remember thinking, I have a responsibility before God to love and pursue you well, and to be your biggest fan and biggest cheerleader. And I am your warrior, and I fight. We fight back to back, not nose to nose. And and Who told ever, you that? 
Victor and Eileen <laughs> Marks. That's their that's their catch line. So now that now that I've had that moment with God, my awe and reverence and how like I'm accountable to God for how I take care of you, Javier. How yeah. I love you. Yeah. And when I don't do well at it and I mess up a lot. Oh I'm, my gosh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes, and amen. It weighs on me because I know that my heavenly father's not pleased with me because I could have done better. I could have chose good, but I chose to be spiteful. I could have been mean. I used words that I didn't need yeah. to use. Yeah. Like I am, there's a, there's a fear and a fear from God that I have that I want to take care of what the gift he's given me. Yeah. And more people need to actually hear that. Yeah. Like they actually need to hear that like you're responsible for taking care of and stewarding well what God has given you. Yeah. If you truly uh, don't cry, Pookie, it's okay. You're taking care of me very, very well. No more tears. I know. So sometimes I can do better. <laughs> <laughs> we can all do better. No, we both can do better, and that's the thing. Is like we don't we don't sit on this podcast like oh, we got to figure it out. We oh can, gosh, and no. We can, and you know we look at us like we've got it all we have it all figured out. And that's no, not the case. I mess up all the time. So. And so, but people need to hear that is that you have been given a gift, whether you see it or not, right? They didn't come with a receipt to return, right? <laughs> There's not a 90 day, you know, guarantee, you know, if you don't like it, no questions asked, return. Like you need to steward well and steward means managing well, um, handling it well, uh, being responsible, um, for the gift that you have been given, and you stood at the altar, and you're like, "This is a, this is my gift. This is like the blessing. This is the person I get to say I do to." And you're like imagining your future together. Yeah. So remember that, and remember that you can steward well, love well, uh, pursue well the gift that you have been given. And are you doing that? Yeah. Are you choosing every day to do that well? And I'll just go back to what we've already said. Right? Will you decide to be a great person to be married to every day? Mm -hmm. Will you decide, saying, I decide today to be a great person to be married to? And then you'll honor, respect, pursue your spouse well. Your choices and decisions will line up with that statement. Um, and it becomes a filter uh, for a healthy, thriving, successful marriage. Yeah. And it's a good place to end. It is. I want to, before you wrap up, I want to tell you about our sponsor. Um, we have a new sponsor to our podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Chapter 3. Beauty Company. Sorry, Chapter 3 Beauty Company. <laughs> Chapter 3 Beauty Company, a simple, flat, simple, I can't talk, Javier. A simplified approach to beauty. Clean, made in the USA, pro-life, pro-America, beauty company, Go and check them out. There is free shipping right now, site-wide. You will love all of their products. My favorite lip gloss is their Candice lip gloss. I wear it all the time. If you watch us on Instagram and you like my lip gloss, it's because I'm wearing Candice. So, Chapter 3 Beauty Company, go and check them out today. But please rate and review this podcast we love hearing your comments. Please share this podcast with those that you know and love and who could use this. Yeah, and you're always welcome to send us in questions that we can answer for you on, on air. Uh, we are on the podcast, on the air. 
<laughs> on the podcast. We love to do that. Um, we appreciate each and every one of you. And always remember, in marriage, you don't have to. You get to. Have an amazing week. Thank you for listening to the 24-7 Marriage Podcast. Please be sure to hit subscribe and like this episode or leave us a review. To learn more about 24-7 Marriage, go to 247marriage.org or click the link in our bio on all social media platforms. And remember, in marriage, you don't have to, you get to. We'll see you next week.